Alright, podcast is running. Normally I would never do this, but you guys are pissing me off saying that the thumbtacks we use are like gimmicked or fake or whatever. This this is where the tacks go in the skin and this is what happens when they slide around and slip out and slip back in. So, kindly fuck off. Normally I would never do this, but you guys are pissing me off saying that the thumbtacks we use are like gimmicked or fake or whatever. This this is where the tacks go in the skin and this is what happens when they slide around and slip out and slip back in. So, kindly fuck off. Normally I would never do this, but you guys are pissing me off saying that the thumbtacks we use are like gimmicked or fake or whatever. This this is where the tacks go in the skin and this is what happens when they slide around and slip out and slip back in. So, kindly fuck off. Normally I would never do this, but... So that was Britt Baker of All Elite Championship Wrestling, or All Elite Wrestling. And she was their women's champion. Uh, She lost her belt Wednesday night inside the steel cage. Lighten up a cigar, hold on. So she lost her women's world title Wednesday night inside the steel cage to Thunder Rosa. Uh, it was it was a classic old school steel cage match uh, that happened to be between two beautiful women. Uh, and, and they can both wrestle, they can both work, however you want to say it. Um, and they both got uh, busted wide open, as some would say, or uh, some people use the word bladed, or got color, or got juice. They, they made their faces bleed, in other words. Uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, this really is what caught my eye, and I wanted to podcast about something that wasn't fucking political and the whole Russia stuff and Ukraine because uh, there's just too much BS surrounding that situation and it's too it's too much to handle uh, right now. But uh, wrestler Tony Storm, uh, her real name is Tony Rossell, R O S S E L L. Um, evidently, she did not, she did not give the, sign the name Tony Storm over to WWE. Uh, probably, one, it would be hard for them to copyright Storm because it's such a common thing. And Tony is her real first name. And thank goodness they didn't send... Uh, her 
didn't assign her a horrible gimmick name like Gunther uh, after for years we've known him as Walter or Rex Steiner who's got a great lineage they named him Braun Breaker uh, before I go any further, this is Americana, the American way. Uh, this is Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Uh, this video is on Anchor.fm, or this podcast is on Anchor.fm only uh, at Americana, the American way. You can find other videos and podcasts also on Rumble.com. Under the same channel name, Americana, the American Way. But this caught me as uh, shocking. Uh, and this is trending on Twitter. I was like, why is Tony Storm trending on Twitter? And I was a little nervous that something bad happened to her. Um, but this is something really good. <laughs> Uh, she is on OnlyFans, and she made in the first hour of being on OnlyFans $10,000. I don't know how uh, the, this reporter got this information, but that's what's being reported. Uh, initially, the article said Tony Storm makes $10,000 a month on only fans, which makes more sense, but uh, in reading some other things, it said she just started this account today. I don't know what she's charging for subscriptions. I will certainly be checking out her only fans very soon. Uh, but uh, Tony Storm. Uh, she was one of the highlights of NXT UK, which was uh, the United Kingdom's developmental brand for WWE. You start in NXT UK, then you come to NXT America or NXT, and then sadly you make your way to the main roster. Uh, Tony Storm it was a legit badass wrestler she worked a strong style she's very pretty um and that of course helps uh, uh, well helps anybody get over in wrestling male or female uh she she didn't do the gimmicky pillow fight lingerie dress matches uh, and crap like that though she was uh, legitimately a strong style wrestler uh, she had been hot on the British uh, independent wrestling scene uh, since she was a teenager. And she's actually from um, New Zealand, I believe. Either New Zealand or Australia. And she spent so much time wrestling in Britain, however, people thought she was British. Um... She walked out on the WWE uh, at a house show or a, a non-televised show a few months ago uh, and started taking independent bookings almost immediately. Uh, that's like non, 
anything that's not WWE is basically an independent. Uh, Storm had jumped from NXT to the main roster because she was so popular, so well-liked by fans and such a good worker. And they put her into a feud with Charlotte Flair and then didn't put her over. Uh, the highlight of the feud was uh, Charlotte hit her in the face with a pie at like some Thanksgiving gimmick dinner. Uh, Tony Storm said somewhere in a tweet or in, no, she's not on Twitter, uh, in an Instagram post, uh, and it was like it was typed out. It wasn't a picture or a video. Um, that you know, one wrestler walking around backstage like they're better than everybody and. Uh, humiliating me, uh, things like that. I don't need to put up with that. And uh, obviously she's referring to Charlotte Flair. Uh, Charlotte Flair, it, it seems like it's been, it seems as though she's been close to being released for her backstage attitude and the fact that she she knows she's WWE's top female uh, only and she only holds that place because WWE is doing a terrible job of booking everybody, but especially the women. And Charlotte is one that can get herself over, while others are being fed ridiculous lines by writers and ridiculous stories by writers. Um, you know they. When uh, Tony Storm came out, or uh, I should say, when she came to SmackDown, she was given this gimmick of, or they tried to make a backstory for it. That's a better way of explaining it. Uh, that she was this 80s rock kid. And I'm like, she wasn't alive in the 80s. I tweeted this out. And I don't know if they read my tweet, but the next week they said, Oh, well, Tony Storm grew up listening to 80s rock music while riding in the car with her mother. And it's like, okay, how the fuck is that a wrestling gimmick? <laughs> you know, why are you saying this about a wrestler as they're coming to the ring? Why aren't you building them up as somebody that's tough, somebody that can fight, somebody that might actually hurt you in the ring. That's how they build Charlotte Flair. That's how they build Becky Lynch. It's how they built fat-ass Nia Jax. Uh, why can't they build everybody that way? You know? And it makes no sense because that's what Tony Storm was known for, was being tough. Being a tough, tough woman. She's only 24 or 25. Um... All elite wrestling is pretty packed right now. But maybe Tony could land in like Ring of Honor wrestling now that it's back. Uh, something like that. Because she's just too good to not be uh, at a high level of wrestling. And, you know, this... I could totally be content with WWE Women's Division without Charlotte Flair. If she's that bad backstage to her co-workers, I mean, get rid of her and bring in Tessa Blanchard. 
Or why don't we? Why don't they sign Tessa Blanchard and make a new Four Horsewomen? You know, have Rick's daughter, Tolly's daughter, uh, and then uh, Sasha Banks and uh, who's the other one? Bailey. You know, uh, of course Charlotte and. Becky Lynch are no longer best friends because of Charlotte's backstage attitude, but I don't think anybody needs to be making anyone in this company miserable. We don't need a new click or someone who thinks they're the click uh, and chase off wrestlers the way that you know, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and uh, Triple H supposedly did for years. Uh, but I'm glad Tony Storm is making a ton of money on OnlyFans. Uh, Ryan Satin took to Twitter, it says, and revealed Tony Storm made almost $10,000 in less than an hour of, the, of her OnlyFans account launch. Um, so... She's already taking indie bookings. I already talked about that. Um, I, I wish her well. I don't know what she's got on OnlyFans. Uh, she does have a troubled history of uh, self-injuring behavior. She talked about on uh, the um, oral sessions with Renee Paquette. Paquette, however you say Renee's last name. Uh, the Oral Sessions podcast. Um, she has a history of depression. So a few years ago, I guess she shared some uh, sexy photographs with a boyfriend. This is why this kind of surprised me. Uh, but she shared some photographs and uh, then the boyfriend used them as like revenge porn when she broke up with him. So... But good luck to Tony Storm and her endeavors. Um, I'm glad she walked out on WWE and said, screw you, you guys are doing a, doing a horrible job and you're killing my career. She didn't get released. She didn't ask for a release. She quit. She left a house show, with took her own money, bought her own plane tickets, and called the office and said, I quit. So... Good for Tony Storm for sticking up for herself. Uh, we'll talk about Britt Baker here in a minute. Uh, be right back. Alright, right back at it. So, Britt Baker took to social media to <clears throat> roast, I guess you is what it says. Uh, she, she shot on her haters or fans for saying that thumbtacks in pro wrestling are fake. Uh, that's the sound clip you heard at the beginning of the show. As I was saying, uh, her and Brit, her, pardon me, Brit and Thunder Rosa had an awesome match inside the steel cage. And it wasn't one of these garbage WWE matches where Whoever climbs out of the cage or goes out the door first wins. It's the cage was there to keep 
Britt Baker's assistants or bodyguards from interfering like they always do. Uh, and of course, somehow thumbtacks made their way into this. And Britt, in that video, you can search it. She is showing you the uh, holes in her arms where the thumbtacks were. And each hole is surrounded by a, uh, a little bruise. Uh, and she said this is from the thumbtacks sliding in and out and back and forth. Uh, and stuff so and they they were legit bruises you can tell the difference in uh, a fake uh, cut a fake bruise and a real one <clears throat> so Britt Baker's carried the company for nearly a year uh, finally lost her championship to Thunder Rosa uh, the two fought a brutal bloody steel cage match <clears throat> at the St. Patrick's Day Slam Special Edition of Dynamite. Uh, this was a great match. I mean, it was you know back and forth. Both women took some hellacious bumps. Uh, Britt always puts her body on the line and is a tough, tough lady. Um, and she's worked her way up, paid her dues. Uh, she was going to dental school in Pittsburgh where she lives and she would drive two hours to her wrestling training school after that and truthfully she's somebody that you almost felt was like too cute to be in wrestling like she just didn't didn't have that that meanness to her but she developed a character uh, with Tony Schiavone, of all people, and her interactions with him. And, uh, you know, oh, Tony, uh, where have you been for the last 20 years? Working at Starbucks? And, you know, she kept coming out with these Starbucks coffees with Tony's name written on it. And then she graduated from dental school. Uh, at the beginning of her AEW career, and then goes by um, DM Doctor Britt Baker DMD. I think what DMD stands for what dental medical doctor. I don't know, uh, but she's she's earned her way up. Um, she had a broken leg for a while and was in a wheelchair and. She that really made her. She was just in this wheelchair, being an asshole to everybody, making people push her around, you know. Uh, and she always gets shoved off of something uh, in the wheelchair, uh, you know. But she really made a, a great heel of herself, and over overcame the hump and got herself over. So props to her for taking tremendous uh, beatings and bleeding. And folks, I'm yeah, I'm kind of sick of hearing stuff. You know, we know wrestling is predetermined. The winners of the matches are decided ahead of time. 
but let me see you or anyone else get out there and try to wrestle. I had a little friend in college. He was a short guy, five, five foot six, but he was a wrestler. He got a scholarship to Kent State. And according to him, he was the best wrestler on the team. But he didn't start a match until his senior year. Kent State is one of the winningest wrestling programs in history. And everything this dude did was little man syndrome. He, when he drank, he drank and partied the hardiest. When he wrestled, like I said, he was the best wrestler on the team. But didn't win a match, didn't start a match to his senior year. And uh, he kept saying, Yo, yeah, I had these wrestle-offs with so-and-so. And what? Uh, by the end of the year, it was obvious I was the best wrestler on the team. But I kept losing my wrestle-offs to so-and-so. So it was obvious we, we were the two best wrestlers. Well, you were the best or you were second best. <laughs> you know? Then he started his senior year, and he was 5-5, five and five, and they benched him and didn't give him a wrestle-off. They just said, fuck you, you're not good enough. But these are the kind of guys that he would constantly talk about, oh, a wrestling, they fake blood, fake blood, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, dude, no, they, they take a little razor blade and they nick themselves, and, you know, as the sweat pours down or the other guy hits them, it... It, it makes the cut bigger. And he would shake his head at me like I was crazy or stupid. It's like, in front of tens of thousands of fans, where do you have time to get a bottle of fake blood, pour it onto yourself, and then keep it flowing for the next 10 or 15 minutes? But these are the kind of people that say wrestling thumbtacks are fake or gimmicked and stuff like that, you know. Um, here's another Britt Baker story. Um, she rips a fan for asking why she still works a day job. And she does have a full-time <coughs> job as a... Excuse me, as a dentist. She's a legitimate doctor. Uh, Britt Baker's growth as a pro wrestler has been one that gradually went over on over the past three years. And I give again I give her credit. She was wrestling long before she was in AEW. And then the three years she's been in AEW, she's carried that women's division and she's gotten herself over uh, with this heel gimmick. Uh, so Britt, it says Baker worked hard and eventually became one of the top stars in the entire company, not just the women's division. She also ripped fans who asked her a very odd question. Uh, Baker defeated Hukiru Shida back at Double or Nothing last year to become the women's champion. Since then, she has been booked as a strong champion. However, it would all change recently. 
blah 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 Baker is also a dentist which is her day job while she continues to pursue her pro wrestling career Baker took to Twitter and ripped a fan who asked her why she still has to work a day job despite being a top star in AEW Baker made it clear she does it because she can excel at both professions uh, yeah, she put a lot of time into becoming a dentist. Uh, it would be stupid of her not to have a practice and work during the day. Plus, all elite wrestling does not travel as much as WWE. So she can go to their TV tapings, which are like five hours long because they tape their uh, their YouTube show. Let me take the scar on my face for a minute. They tape their YouTube shows. Then they do um, Wednesday Night Dynamite Live. And then they pre-record after Wednesday Night Dynamite Live. They record the follow-up show Friday Night Rampage. So, it is a very long TV taping. But it's all done in one day. So she can fly out to the TV taping and then fly back to her day job. I don't know what her office hours are. Maybe she's closed on Wednesdays and Thursdays to give herself travel time or something. Uh, it doesn't matter. But, you know, why not have two professions? And, you know, all elite wrestlers aren't making the bank that WWE wrestlers are. And women always make less than the men. Now, Tony Khan, I, I could be wrong. He probably pays people really well uh, because he's got the money, but he's also a businessman. He can't pay somebody more than what they're worth, and they're worth how many asses they put in the seats. And Britt Baker, uh, over the last year especially, has become one of the people that puts asses in seats. But uh, I think it's good that she has two jobs and she's pursuing her dental career I mean wrestlers really get hurt and your wrestling career could end any day uh, so it's good that she has that practice established where she has you know customers uh, and people that she can go to um, her on her Twitter rebuttal to this question she says, no, I don't have to. I choose to because I'm an effing rock star at two careers, not just one. Hashtag role model, hashtag DMD. <laughs> so, Britt's a tough girl, man. She's got a little, little spitfire in her. You know, she don't, don't look like it. I heard she's very, very nice in person. But, 
you know, she's also going to stick up for herself and uh, stand strong. So kudos to Britt Baker. Kudos to Tony Storm uh, for being tough women and uh, not being held down by uh, ridiculous standards or uh, subpar booking on the behalf of WWE. Of course, that goes for Tony Storm. Uh, Britt Baker, thanks for proving through your battle scars that our beloved wrestling does get real at times and that a strong woman can work two jobs because she's an effing rock star at both jobs. Hey, this has been Big John on Americana, the American way. Thank you all. God bless you. Pray for each other. And we'll see you next time.